Yo, what's up, everybody? What up, Billy? Hey. What up, everybody? We're, we're a little late, but it's okay. That's our style. That's how we do. We come, <laughs> we come correct, though, when we do come through. Actually, hopefully we come correct. <laughs> hopefully. I hope so, too. Hopefully. I'm not going to throw that all yes. out there. Yes. Um, we are a little late, as always, but thank you. Um. <laughs> what was that? Because <laughs> I, I got is Jump Street on, is that an ad? on my thing. It's an ad. Sorry. <laughs> we got to get those views up. Uh, okay, everyone, thank you for joining us. Um, this is our first episode into 2023, and yeah, we are excited to talk it. about our predictions that are coming up. Uh, but before we do, please, if you don't already, follow us on all of our social media platforms. We have a Instagram you could follow. We have a Facebook you can like. We have a YouTube page. You could hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. If you like what you're listening to, you can comment, you can share. It's very helpful for us. Uh, this is a labor of love for us. So any of that support is really helpful for us. So, And we're very thankful of that. We have a iTunes. You can give us a five-star rating. You can give us a review if you like what you're listening to. And we also have a Patreon. If you want to be a patron, you could be a uh, patron for as little as $3 a month. You get to have all this exclusive content. You get to uh, get first priority on questions for our guests. When we have upcoming guests, you get the alert. Um, you, we do section reviews. We do trick tips. We do three pieces. And you are automatically entered into a free giveaway every month. And we are about to do our free giveaway right now. Right, Austin? Where you could win something from our online store, whether it be a five-panel hat, it could be a shirt, it could be a cool jump street mug Ooh, uh like the tank top tank top probably not good for for winter but you know summer is right around the corner if you're down so under, you can jump perfect. in there it's hot right now in sydney and melbourne and new zealand <laughs> and all these places so yeah you might need that there but yeah let's let's do this monthly giveaway let's start this off correct this year let's see okay i got the right screen so like billy said everybody from our patreon all 300 and whatever of you 300 like 20 and we have the winner for this month is, come on, David Lee. Congrats, David Lee. Uh, we'll reach out to you on uh, Patreon. Make sure you check your Patreon messages, by the way. Again, this past month, I said this before, I guess people just don't check their Patreon a lot or, or ignore the emails that they get. But a lot of people who are Patreon members who are supposed to get stuff from us, they don't have their um, addresses in their Patreon. So check your messages if you feel like you deserve something and haven't received anything yet. I probably sent you an email. So check that out. And congrats to David Lee. Thank you for supporting the show. And let's give you a quick shout out to all the new Patreon supporters this week. We have Danny Rev, Jake Maletsky, Gregory Pesochin, Moon Bootsin, and Jeff Collado. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. We really appreciate it. Um, we've been trying to put as much shit on there as possible. Uh, exclusive shit only to patreon so definitely check that shit out and thank you all for supporting um you said shit so many times did i <laughs> yeah it's okay though um i'll keep it going we, in the rest of the show don't don't stop me <laughs> we also have a lot of really exciting things coming up we are going to winter clash in just a little over two weeks austin and i and we have some live interviews coming up with some very special guests uh, I think we're going to do at least three, but we're thinking about doing four yeah. uh, episodes, and we're trying to consider that. Two of them are at least so are, that's, are live, though, so everyone, whoever's there could watch us. And yeah, and we're gonna, I think they'll we're announce gonna have, that when, whenever mm -hmm. they put the schedule out. And we don't want to give it away, but we have some very uh, special guests that we often don't have access to when we're in the States, and we have access to while we're in Europe. So it's going to be really fun. It's going to be really exciting. Uh I'm looking forward to that, 
and we're going to start off this new year very strong. Speaking of strong, um, if you're looking to get into uh, a good healthy moment, this is a good segue. Let's we have Jumps Ups available, jumpsups.com, where we have uh, multivitamin, we have turmeric, we have the Ultra Joint Flex, we have krill oil, we have, we have CBD oil as well. Uh, the CBD oil and- is on hold right now. Oh, the CBD oil, will, I'm sorry. It will is be on- back soon, but CBD oil is on hold. Everything else okay. is available, though. <laughs> well, th- these are just some items that we decided to uh, pick that we felt uh, targeted and could be helpful directly for people who were doing skating. Uh, these are like the krill oil and the ultra joint flex are obviously for like flexibility and motion. Turmeric is for inflammation. The uh, the multivitamin is, is quite basic, a multivitamin, just some nutrients for your body. But, you know, who knows? You might be doing the homie build challenge on Instagram. And if you are, then you might need some of that extra stuff. Or you might just be skating and doing, uh, you know, whatever skating that brings like all like the regular injuries of skating that you might be experiencing. So uh, it's for a lot of us older bladers, the bladers in the 30s. But hey, if you're in your early uh, 20s or late 20s, you might want to start developing these habits now. So uh, look into that, jumpsups.com. What's your promo code? You can, you have a homie, homie you can use promo. a promo code, homie bill, to save 20% off. Woo! So homie yeah, bill at checkout for 20% off. We do bundles. We have, and look, if you're going to go to GNC, you're going to buy it anyway. Why not support the blade community? It's the same stuff. I think ours is even better because we got better labels. Cooler. You know, it's cool. It's cooler. <laughs> you know, is the sale working? I don't know, but check that out. Jumpsups.com. And homie bill for. Homie Bill at checkout to save 20%. 20% off. There you go. For all you Homie Bill challengers out there. I've seen you doing your thing, Billy. I see all everyone else uh, posting their Homie Bill challenges every morning. I did it once so far. Okay. <laughs> I, I, wasn't, I, w- I didn't go in like I was going to do it every day, but I did it once. I still, I still do my own exercises. You know, I, I ride my bike almost every single night, and so that's, that's my workout. So yeah, you know, shout it's out like, to all the Homie Bill challengers. It's not for everyone. Um, I like I like doing it. I like starting the new year and like I I try to like I like to start the uh, January like no drinking, no no bad habits. Like yeah. wake up, like start the exercise, eat right, like no junk food at least for like January. Like mm-hmm. you know, so your body responds really well and it helps with skating when you start like doing these kind of things. Like uh, it's reflecting in my skating when I'm going out. I'm feeling stronger. I'm feeling better. So if you want to do that, it's. Uh, it's helpful, like, and you find it helpful, great. But if not, hey, I mean, I, I know you did a hammer ton- recently. That's that's, that's rumor Dude. has it. You did a hammer recently, Dude. so it's got to be doing something good. I'm about to drop a part this year. Ooh, damn! You're just I don't. Need, I, I'm not going to say much more. I'm not going to say much. <laughs> I'm going to let my skating do the talking. Okay. But I'm, I, I, I didn't want to say anything. I'm going to drop a I part. Just... <laughs> yeah, I'm dropping a serious part this year, barring a serious injury. But, um. I'm very focused on my health, my body, Mesmer, and uh, the 2023 ahead. So that's all I'm going to say about it. After that, I'm going to let the skating do the talking. Damn, but, Billy's yeah. dropping that heat this year. That heat started <laughs> off right. <laughs> homie yeah. Build Challenge. Maybe the Homie Build Challenge will last all year round, and it'll reflect in your, your skate section. I think you already did a hammer. It's, it's The year's starting off well. You're killing it over there. Thank you. Uh, let's give a shout out for the sponsor for this episode. We have Blank, who won Sponsor of the Year 2022. 
So thank you, Blank, for sponsoring this episode. The new Blank 2023 Team Skate is out now in all sizes. Be sure to check it out. They also just dropped this video the other day uh, on YouTube, Blank and SF. Awesome seven-minute video by Taylor Coburn. And, you know, it has the Blank founder, Tom Heiser, explaining what the brand's all about, the significance of the team, you know, why each rider is so special. It's really cool. It's not just like a trick, 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 skate edit. You know, Tom has a lot to say about the team and inform everybody what Blank has going on and you know why these guys, why these skaters like Tony Woodland right here is so special. You know, featuring skater from Cameron Talbot, Sean Keen, Tony Woodland, Nolan Jun. Uh, I think his name is Cairo Cesar and Stephen Babcock. So definitely check that out on YouTube. We have a link in the description now if you want to check that out after this podcast is done. But thank you, Blank, for sponsoring this episode and check out that Pigeon Blue Team Skate uh, available right now, all sizes from US six to twelve and a half with one shell size per full and half size. So six is the zone, six and a half, seven, seven and a half, eight, eight and a half, all their own shell sizes to get you that perfect fit. And they also just finally released their 60 millimeter hydrogen wheels. So you could buy just the hydrogen wheels now. They're for sale, uh, which I think personally, I've been saying this, are like one of the best wheels out, one of the best wheels I ever rode. So if you're a 60 millimeter hydrogen rider, you can now buy those wheels individually for sale. So thank you, Blank, for sponsoring this episode. Boom. I love what they're doing right now. I just yeah. watched their last thing and it was so good. The um, vibe is so nice, right? The vibe is sick in that video. I also got to shout out my my New York Blank Riders, um, Ariel Saroon that we didn't see in there and Alex Ryerson from Bodega Boys. Guys are doing their thing. And I just like seeing like all the team stuff out and like the good vibe edits. Like um, Blading's in a fun place right now. So... Shout out Blank. Yeah, and I love what teams are doing, like what you do with Mesmer, how you have like the New York City video, like all the crew together. The same thing what Blank just did with in San Francisco. Everyone's all together in one spot. They're vibing. USD out. just did it. Yeah, USD with their tour video too. It's like, um, it's something that we haven't seen too much of, I think, over the past years. And it's starting to make a comeback now. I think we're appreciating, you know, the good company that we have in skating and beyond just the tricks that we do, you know, just the good company that we have and everybody's what everyone brings to the table with skating. So I like that that's yeah. being shown now. Everyone's skating is just care. the uh, skating just happens to be the medium that we are able to connect through. But it's skating and what we like from skating tends to be deeper than just the skating. Yeah. In my experience. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, right before we get into this episode, I just want to say right here that we just put out you guys been asking for years. We finally answered. We have the first Jump Street hoodie now available on our Jump Street store, jumpstreet.com slash It's an embroidered hoodie. Nice little high quality warm hoodie to keep you all cozy for the winter. Embroidered MTA Jump Street logo. Here's my corny ass uh, modeling picture. Sorry for that in advance. Uh, we also have you know a little embroidery on the sleeve right there, a little line logo. And we That's have a swag. Jump Street beanie right there too. Nice little Circle J logo beanie right there to match the hoodie. So check it out at the Jump Street store, jumpstreetpodcast.com slash store. And you guys have been asking for years. And we finally, finally been saying, you know, let's get this done. So we finally have it done. So check that hoodie out. Nice. Stay warm this winter. And if you're in Australia, buy the, the tank top instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, or buy it for um, this next uh, our summer. You can yes. probably use that in Australia. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I don't know if they ever need a hoodie down there. I've never been, so I, I couldn't tell you. It's but... like pe it's like people in Florida who like in the wintertime when it's like 50 degrees out, they need a hoodie still because they're acclimated to that as being <laughs> yeah. cold. And like in 50 degrees in New York, we're like in t-shirts and shit, you know? So that's yeah. another S-bomb right there for you, Billy. <laughs> Definitely. 
Okay, so should we get into it? Oh, by the way, also we have Tom Moise in the chat. Um, huge shout out to Tom Moise. I think, I think he's one, like man. He, he's like one of my favorite Blade voices. He's like to me, he's number one me in terms of Blade voice. I mean, there's Biz, who's like he's also number one to me. There's so many number oh, yeah, ones back um, for 2023. Yeah, Biz is back. Biz is back for 2023. That's big news. Biz is back, man. Uh, you know, huge shout out Brandon Drummond. A anyone that that works on this back end of, of skating is uh, is so important because as you and I both know, we've been doing this for like four and a half years now, mm -hmm. but it tends to be a labor of love. You know, it tends to be something that we're doing because we love it and, and we care about it. Um and I just love to see everyone contributing to 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 make uh, this community stronger and make it more healthy. So a uh, huge shout out to Tom, huge shout out to Biz, everyone in the content creation space. Wheel scene, how can I forget Wheel scene? Wheel scene um, had you on the podcast. Yeah, he did. He did have me on the podcast twice. So, so and, nice, uh, you had to have you twice. <laughs> yeah, he did have me on <laughs> twice. Yeah, I'm always nervous when I when I'm when I'm talking with. Uh, when I'm talking with him, I I, I always get nervous. Um, with him specifically, I, I feel, I, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like he, he's just got to be sharp, you know. When you're because I feel like you know you just gotta. I don't know. He 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 asks like he doesn't ask like layman questions. He asks like very like um, questions that are like. You just got to be sharp. You want to come in with your head on right, I think. Yeah. You know? That's why I like Dave, though. Yeah. I, I even said that since the beginning, uh, since when he used to write articles for VMAG back in the day. I always loved what he did because of that. And right. it's nice for the, the viewers. And it could be a little, I guess, daunting or intimidating for the interviewee. <laughs> but um, yeah. it, it, he still he puts out great stuff. And even his most recent video about uh, the skateboarder talking about uh, a female skater waxing everything at the skate park, I think it was on... Mm. Thresh or uh, Chrissy, or like that? Chrissy Griselli. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So there you go. I, I, the names, uh, I escaped me, but yeah, he put out that video too, which is like a kind of controversial topic too. So he's good for that stuff too. Everybody has their own flavor. We do our own thing. Tom does his own thing. Brandon does yep. his own thing. You know, business his own thing. Dave does his own thing. Mm -hmm. We all, there's different channels of, uh, skating content now online. So, which is amazing to see. We never had that back in the day. It's awesome. I really like it. I just wish, I just wish, uh, YouTube would stop, uh, suggesting skateboarding after yeah. all the videos that we do it's like every time i watch a blade video they suggest skateboarding like it's like the next video come on youtube we need come on come on come on come on come on mine actually but said other board sport the other day board sport specifically but it was a mix of blading and skateboarding i don't know how the hashtags have to get mixed up or something or the keywords like skating just probably mixes everything together into one because i never get roller skating stuff and i feel like roller skating is more related than skateboarding you know what I mean? I would rather that. I would rather the roller skating get suggested than the skateboarding. Yeah, like, no offense to skateboarding. I just don't <laughs> think they need any more help. Like, I don't yeah. think they need any more suggestions. It's That's cool. True. We get it. Like, I see them on, like, the, the Pizza Pocket commercial. I, like, everywhere I look. Like, and it's, it's all good. All due respect to skateboarding. They work hard. Like, you know, but I'm looking to see things more in, in my lane. And I think... Uh, Although I'm not a roller skater, I think that's closer to our lane than uh, than skateboarding. That's just me. That's my opinion. Hot take. Should we move? Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, Should we move on. forward with yeah. some of our uh, pre uh, predictions for this year? Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's have some fun in this episode, everybody. We did. Um, I figure we do this. We figure we would do this. You know, talk about predictions, what we think is going to happen this year. We also want to know what you all think in the chat too. If you're um, 
watching live right now and you have some predictions or bold or whatever predictions for this year, at Jump Street Podcast in the chat and we'll read some of the good ones out later on in the episode. And then at the end of the year, we'll just look back on these and see how wild they were. Were they right? Were they wrong? What hit the mark? <laughs> what didn't? And uh, we could have a good laugh about it all then. But that's what this episode is all about. We're going to have some fun today. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll tell you right now with my predictions, because um, I was thinking about what my predictions are. And, you know, there there are some things like I, I like, I might have like a little inside information on some things. I'm close to like a lot of things happening over here. So I'm, tr- I'm trying to stay away from that. I'm trying to be just more broad on the predictions, but yeah, mine were more specific than yours. <laughs> I guarantee I'm dead wrong about some and hopefully right about some, but, but I'm looking forward to that. You also had more than I did too. I did like three, I have a bonus one, but I try to do three, one, one that's more likely one that's like completely out there. It'd be crazy if it landed and then one just kind of in the middle. So We'll, we'll go through all these. You have more than me, though. I think you should kick it off since you have uh, more predictions than I do. Okay. After your smoothie. Sorry. A shout out to the guy who said that Kale was unhealthy for you. <laughs> <laughs> In the last episode. Well, listen, you know, I got to stay right after the homie build challenge, but I did see that. In, in, in the comments, he's like, bro, Kale, almond milk. He's like, oh, yeah, you're messing yourself too. up. <laughs> I'm like, well, dude, it probably beats like booze and cigarettes. So like, give yeah. me a break, you know, <laughs> but um, shout out, you know, the booze oh, and cigarettes is... works for you, I guess. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> but OK, so um, with predictions, I have a few subjects uh, that would be cool to go over. But I think one of the most basics is uh, comebacks. So we could talk about this in terms of like the individuals or events. So uh, one obvious comeback is is bitter cold, bitter cold. So that's not even a prediction. That's like a well-known thing. Bitter cold is coming back. Mm-hmm. But I think because of that, we could talk about individuals who may be coming back and mm-hmm. might come back a little stronger this year. I want to hear um, this. So I'm going to go off one right now, and I'm going from what I see on social media. This is not inside information. I have not talked to the person about it, but I'm just starting to follow, and I'm noticing. I think we're going to see more from Brian Aragon this year. Ooh. Um, I, I noticed he was like really his social media for years was like fishing. And it's always like every post was like a fish like this big, you know, <laughs> and he's like, look at my fish. He has his like outfit on his like look his stay fish. dry overalls. You know what I mean? Huh. And his nice little fisherman like cap on and all that stuff. Uh, but lately, I don't know, like last year I saw like some tricks here and there, like a trick here, mm-hmm. trick there. Like, okay. And then I saw like he was skating in someone's backyard and they had like t- a start box rail and he was doing some like hard tricks. He'd like true Spinelli sole both ways and 360 sole, the top sole. And uh, okay, he's starting to get more comfortable. Um, and it's, it's a shot. Like he's a friend, but I haven't spoken to him about this. But I feel like one of my predictions for comebacks for individuals, I feel like we're going to see a lot more out of Aragon this year. Aragon, if you're listening to this, please fulfill my prediction because I think a lot of people would love to see your skating. And I feel like it's, I really do feel like it's something that is, uh, that we'll see in 2023. What do you think? Do you think he'll put out uh, like a section section or you just want to see like, you think it'll be like just more active on social media kind of like just more Instagram clips maybe. Okay, like so in in all of his coming back, I haven't seen one street clip yet. Nothing on the street uh, as sure. of yet. But 
I mean, he's I got feel like skate we'll park. <laughs> I feel like we're going to see more in the street from him. I think we're going to see more content in general from him. A section? I don't know. Maybe. But I feel like he's going to compete this year at some level. I could be so wrong right now. But Did he go again, to a contest this like a few months ago. Um, damn, someone shouted out in the chat. Maybe like in Texas or something. Or maybe it was in Colorado. I feel like he did skate out of contest. Oh, at the Frankie Mar- Morales Invitational, wasn't he there? He didn't compete though. Oh, uh, that okay. No, he did. He he went out. He skated one heat and he advanced, but then he he took his skates off. He was like, I just uh, wanted to skate in one heat. So, so that's what I that that's kind of what I mean. I'm not I'm not like completely basing this on a shot in the dark. I'm seeing some activity here, like like very little, but like some interest. And it just seems like he's starting to like fan the the fire a little bit, the flame a bit more, and like give it like a little more air. Um, I think I think we'll see more from him this year. And like I said, like I could. He's a friend. I could I could call him and be like, "Hey, are you going to do more this year? What what are your plans?" I have no idea. I haven't spoken to him in that capacity at all. But I think uh, just from what I'm seeing, I think we will see more. That's that's an interesting one. I didn't think about that at all. Um, comeback slowly been making a comeback, if you will. Like over the years, you randomly see like people pop out of the woodworks here and there. Especially when you go to things like Blading Cup, you see you know the Veterans Cup. Like they're all out, and that might be the only time they skate all year, which is like. Cheers to them. They're probably hurting for like a month or two afterwards, but it's really cool to see that <laughs> stuff. I remember, I don't know if it's been happening recently, but I remember years ago, Billy Prison started popping up on social media and everyone was excited. I was like, oh shit, Billy Prison's back. He's like doing his thing, you know? He, he, like, who wouldn't want to see Billy Prison skate again? You know, that style was so unique and bold. It was out there. Uh, he was so good and no one, he just fell off, you know, kind of. But I haven't seen anything from him in a while. I feel like that would be cool to see like Billy Prison actually make a serious, more serious comeback. Maybe he got hurt. I don't know what the deal was with that. Um, yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, I, I, yeah, no, not to interrupt, but uh, Bill, Billy was like, and like the elements days. If anyone is like like from that uh, generation, but he was like one of my favorite skaters at one point. He had like one yeah. of the like the best styles. Like his topsole was like Senate such sessions. a good topsole. Great Ali Fishbrain. Uh, his savannas were unmatched. The best he had savannas, probably. Ups. I never saw anyone do like the the kind grind to Savannah and yeah. Alu Fish to Savannah was like his babies. Like he made those his. Mm-hmm. Um, he did have two different errors in his skating. He had like the I'm committed to skating Ripper guy when he was my favorite, and then he was in like the Solomon days. I think he was getting more into partying and, yeah. and DJing, and you can see his skating kind of uh, was suffering because of that. Uh, and to see him skate in any capacity would be awesome. Um, so, like, even just one trick or something uh, would be really cool to see. Like, last year was Louis' year, too. Louis, I was trying to think. I'm like, somebody big came back last year, and it was Louis. Louis yep. came back, and he's killing it now. Possibly skating yeah. better than ever. So, another comment oh, he, like that this year would be from either from Aragon, Billy Prison, whoever else pops out and just starts, you know, showing everybody what time it is. Yeah, he, he, here's a good one, and we could. Do you think Louis will uh, compete in the in the OG Cup this year? Like the what's it called that the Blading Veteran, Cup? Like the Veterans old man, Cup. the Veterans Cup. Like why am I saying old? <laughs> it's not nice. But yeah, the, the the Veterans Cup at the Blading Cup. Do you, do you think we'll see Louis get in there? Because yeah, uh, Randy came out super year. hard. Randy's always been like big on fitness, CrossFit. So I feel like he can be when you keep your body in that kind of shape, you can 
always kind of come back into blading because like your body is able to respond in such in such a way. Mm-hmm. Louis, with the progress he's made, I feel like he could actually come and and top three or do some damage. Do you think we'll see him in the Veterans Cup this year? So I know you were working uh, uh, the Mesmer booth a lot. Did you not watch the Veterans Cup? He did compete in the Veterans Cup this year, but he <sighs> he did compete, and I the same thing too. I'm like Louis taking it this year. Louis Louis winning the Veterans oh, Cup wow. this year because he was skating that good, and then he fell and he hit his face, and uh, he didn't. I don't know whether if that was the first round or the second round, whatever, but I don't think he, he just chilled out after that. I probably took his skates off, but he was a shoe in for like top three, at least he was killing it. So hopefully this year, if he's, if he still keeps it going, which I hope he does, uh, mm-hmm. I would like to see him, you know, challenge Randy for that, that, that title that Randy keeps taking every year. <laughs> so that would yeah. be awesome to see. That'd be cool to see. He's fully capable, um, fully capable. I don't, I, I don't want to, I don't want to stay on this, this, this too hard, but. I feel like I feel like even though this is more maybe of an obvious prediction, I feel like we're going to see another big thing out of Demetrius this year because he had he came strong uh I think 2 years ago was when he came back, wasn't it? 2021 or was yeah. it 2020? Either 2020 or 2021. Okay. And then I I know he had like a lot of uh different injuries that like held him back and uh but because he's been gone for like you haven't seen him be active for a little while now, mm-hmm. I feel like that's just him like healing up and like trying to get everything together to prepare for uh, a strong year this year. He goes so I don't hard. know that. that yeah, hard. that's that, that's an, that's another one. I feel like we'll see another big thing from Demetrius this year. What do you think? Yeah, Demetrius. He, yeah, he, like you said, he's been on it for a while. I think he keeps going so hard that he like injures himself or something like that. But he did do that disaster topsail at the Huntington Beach High School recently, which is yeah. fucking insane on any scale. Like yeah. Carlos did that, but I don't think anyone else did that disaster. Um, so that was... Uh, Haffy did it. Oh, did he? What did Haffy do on it? it? Frontside. Oh, so they both frontsided? Because Carlos frontsided it too, didn't he? No, Carlos, he first he back royaled it. Oh, royale. And then, and then he farfenugan it. I'm thinking of his... Haffy, I'm thinking of Carlos' front farf, yeah. Haffy did a frontside like... Off the kink, perfect. Damn, like that's it, like really, crazy. Really measured, like uh, a halfie's front side was like really measured, so it was really well done. Oof. And but no one has gapped to a soul trick yet, so I think Demetrius okay. like ho- holds the title for like uh, being able to gap to top soul on that thing. The video was insane on that man. Like he did it so many times too. <laughs> I don't see like that. That's like so wild to me. Like, I feel like if you don't do something like that in like one, two or three tries, then it's uh, then I, I don't know. But he, he manages to get these things done. Guy's got a lot of heart. He's, he loves blading. He skates hard. He has his own vision, despite whatever is in the zeitgeist or popular in blading at the moment. Like blading had a thing uh, or still does where it's kind of exploring like the smaller stuff, like yeah. and uh, like. The, the more like technical aspects is like has been a heavy focus like thank you to everyone who's contributing that from like the mushroom blade influence to like uh, the basement guys and but uh he he has his own vision and he sticks to it and sometimes that can get some uh criticism but i like to see it i like i like all the different flavors you know that you can find in blading if everyone was doing the same things it, it wouldn't be that fun for me it wouldn't be that interesting but I, but i like seeing uh him him do his thing so as in terms of comeback, those are my two predictions uh, for the year. I think we're going to see more from Brian Aragon. I think we're going to see more from Demetrius George. So 
those are good ones. Let us know in the Hopefully. yeah. Let us know in the comments who you guys want to he- see a comeback from. I see Jay O'Neill also commented. He says he sold Billy Prisley in some wizard skates last year, so he's doing some sort of skating now. Oh um, damn! That'd be crazy if he came back as like a really fancy wizard skater. I'm gonna say fancy because I think that that type of skating is pretty fancy, you know. Um, mm. That'd be pretty cool to see. But yeah, let us know what you guys think about that. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with my predictions in order of like. Uh, probability. So I'm going to go like the easiest one first. And I'm going to say that I want to see China get a pro skate this year. And I know faction just released the, the shred pool skate uh, yesterday, which is really cool to see. And now faction is breaking into the, the pro skate world. Uh, so a lot of people are on the team, obviously. And China was one of the later ones, but I feel like China should be a, a priority on that team. She got a frame last year from Create Originals. She has multiple chroma wheels with her name on it. So the last thing left for her is the skate. And I know there's a million people out there who would want to see China get a pro skate. And now that she finally has a sponsor, she can get that pro skate. So I want to see that by faction. I think that'd be really cool to see. Be one of the most deserving products of the year, probably, if that did happen. Um, And there's not many other female skaters besides um, Mary on USD who are like pro for a boot company that ha- even have this opportunity to get the pro skate. So, I mean, I could be wrong. Let me know if there are other female skaters on pro teams, but I would like to see that there's a great chance for another female pro skater, a uh, pro skate out there. I think there's a ton of female skaters with the potential, um, oh, yeah. but I think it's the combination of what, in my opinion, makes a, a there's many uh, contributing factors that make a pro, mm-hmm. but uh, for me, like the two main things is combination of the talent and the the work. So the the abilities of of being that uh, a good a good skater and and then the the content that you're able to put out. Like, um, so I see a lot of potential in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I agree with you. I think China is well overdue for a pro skate. She has been skating at a very high level for a very long time. She's been putting out content uh, consistently for such a long time. I do see other girls that um, have the potential to do so. There are a lot of uh, there's a lot of talent coming out of South America uh, with females. There's a lot of talent I see coming out of, of Europe and Poland and uh, and and New York. And like all over with with uh, certain females who are absolutely killing it right now. But I will second what you're saying. I completely agree with what you're saying. <clears throat> I think uh, I think we will see that this year. I would love to see that. And and you know we could put it out into the ether. We want to see that. <laughs> and Clark Herman's in the chat too, of course. <laughs> As I'm saying this right okay. now, but um, I, I know that there's other people online on faction. I know like there's other people there to get pro skates, but. Expedite this one, please, Clark. Mm. <laughs> Expedite mm. this one. I know a lot of people will be so hyped to see uh, a China pro skate. And like you said, too, um, so many women are deserving of to be pro and all this stuff. But I don't think there's currently any females that are pro that are in that next step to get that pro skate. So a lot well, of women well, are sponsored by boot companies, but they're like AMS or flow or whatever it is. And, you know, you kind of have to work your way up to that, you know, and China is at that step finally where she can get that pro skate. Yeah. Well, 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 like I said, and I think this doesn't only apply to females, but I think it applies to everyone, but it's uh, being a pro is, is the talent plus the work. 
you know? Yeah. So even though there's a ton of people, male and female and non-binary and all these other things who are able to have the talent to be pro, there are so many people, a huge list of people who have the talent to be pro, but you don't see the, um, the content and the work that is equivalent to that. China has done that and yeah. she's been consistently doing that for a long time. So um, I would love to see that come to fruition one day. And, uh, and, and yeah, I, I see a lot of other people with the potential to do so, but um, I feel like the, the, it's, it's, it's the, it's the talent combined with the work thing. So yes, definitely we'll, is. we'll see. She does put in the work though. She posts clips almost every single day yeah. and they're all good. They're not just like throwaway shit too. She's, she kills it. Man, she did one because I, I was like playing around. I was like at the skate park doing like, uh, like backside, like fish backslide, like the back and forth. And mm. I saw her, she did such a clean one, like 270 <laughs> out. And I was like, oh, she's so good. Everything she does but, is clean and controlled. Yeah. And with the shades on too. <laughs> she's always with the shades on. I love it. But um, yeah. Um, let us know what you think in the comments. Let us know if you, uh, who you think should be pro, who you, what do you think will happen? Who do you think will get a pro skate, uh, in, in the, in the months coming up ahead? Um, what's your next prediction? Okay. So, um, I want to talk about, uh, trends of skating specifically. Okay. So, um, this year we've seen a lot of new, in 2022, we've seen a lot of new, uh, things be introduced with skating like a, a lot of people have uh gone like more a lot of people we've seen a lot of people transition transition to flat uh bigger wheels wizard and see what is able to be produced on that a lot of sliding around um colin was bringing the toe presses the heel presses um and uh we're seeing people like grind drop their foot down to another grind and i'm not sure what that's called step downs i think yeah, let us know in the chats what you, what you call that. Maybe step down. That makes sense. I, I like it's that. Step down. Okay, so cool. We, we don't have to worry about naming it. We already got it. I could named. be wrong, cool. though. I don't know. I could be wrong. Let um, us know. But so there's a couple predictions I have here. Um, one, I think we're going to explore the the toe press, heel press stuff more. I think we're going to see a lot of that done more in 2023. Uh, just from different variations. We've only seen like it a couple of things. Uh, I think we've only seen it out of Colin uh, thus far, as far as like, I know other people are doing it, but we really haven't seen much of it on uh, social media or on YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, but he, this is a far out one. So it's a little far out. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot more anti rocker. Like a lot of people are going to be coming back to anti, I think. Resurgence. <laughs> yes. I, I, I believe that. And I believe, um, we're going to see people instead of like the whole flat versus anti, we're just going to see people ad adopting, um, multiple setups for multiple situations. Um, and the reason why I think that is because like, as an older blader who's been around for quite some time, you see the way that the trends function in blading. Um, a long time ago, it was like really big hammers and like the biggest gaps and the biggest drop rails. And then like, you know, Jeff Donnis does like a, a, a triple drop kink from like a hundred feet high. And then it gets to a point where you're like, 
okay, like where do you go from here? You kind of maxed out in this area. Yeah. Um, like switch ups when like switch ups on handicap rails were big in like the early 2000s. And it was like, oh my God, he did five switch ups on a, on a handicap rail. Oh, he did six. Like it was, it, it became about quantifying the numbers of switch ups. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, he did six switch ups on a handicap rail. Like, like a murder specifically at the end of VG 16. That's exactly what I was he, thinking of. <laughs> when he did the five, the five switch ups far front, far off to back rail to true all Ape soul to 270 back rail to Ali Makio, yeah. like getting that fifth one in mm -hmm. that like Ali Makio after the back rail was like, oh my God, this is so revolutionary. And then blading kind of just like, uh, like, okay, we've kind of, we've kind of like, uh, you know, exhausted how far, obviously you can go further, but I think like the interest in it kind of goes in a different way. And when you exhaust certain areas, like, I feel like people look uh, to either older ideas or like maybe like uh, just new areas where they can explore. And I feel like, um, I, like a lot of, like, I, I don't know. I just, I just, I just feel like anti, and this is maybe because I'm skating an anti setup uh, a lot. I have a flat setup too that I still skate probably more than my anti, but I feel like we're going to see an adaptation of, I feel like the flat versus anti arguments going to dissipate. I think it's going to go away and we're going to see more people just, um, finding out what makes sense for the obstacles and adapting in that way. That's my hope and prediction. Uh, what do you think? So toe and heel presses and anti-rocker. Those are your trend predictions. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, w I would love to see more toe and heel presses on street because I've seen, like you said, I've seen people do like the taps. Um, I've seen people like tap their toes at the end or tap their heels at the end of a ledge or, or something like that. But the actual sliding part, it takes some balls to do. And I know you, you were trying it and you've gotten a couple of them so far. Are we going to see some in your, in your edit this year? Are you trying to work on some, some clips with that? No uh, comment. No comment. <laughs> no comment. Ladies I don't want to talk about it anymore. I just want to be about it. <laughs> yes. But, but that, that would be cool. Um, I'm probably not going to be part of that trend because I think that's crazy, but who knows? That would be awesome to see. I, I never thought of like what trends would, would pop up this year. Um, I have been wanting to try the anti-rocker stuff again too. Uh, I've been wanting to get fast slides again, and I haven't had fast slides since I wrote freestyle. And I just, I feel like doing fast slides, riding flat is crazy hard, at least on ledges anyway. Um, so I don't know. I, I can see that happening too. I don't know if it'll happen this year. I feel like anti-rocker will make a comeback again, but I don't know if it's going to happen this year. There's still so many frames coming out still with like the wheel bite protection. I would like caves in or like making like a bigger split system in the middle, kind of like how Aeons are. But I mean, you never know. I guess you got to start the trends first before companies start manufacturing the products that are uh, in demand. So we, we probably could see that this year. Uh, I'm curious if more people are riding anti-rocker now than, than flat. I wish there was like a study on this, like how we had uh, studies of how many people are on rollerblades every year and how many people, how many anti-rocker wheels are being sold or stuff like that. So to see how, how it's moving because, um, yeah, unless you just go to the skate park and look at people's feet and see what they're riding, whatever. But I still see mostly flat setups nowadays too. Yeah, um, because and yeah, and and there's a reason why because like they're exploring these areas that have like not really been touched um, by aggressive in like such a like a direct way. But the I don't know, like uh, when I was like, you know what, I, I'm missing uh, certain feeling tricks on anti, just and I, I'm having so much fun on flat too. But I was like, oh, I'm missing certain feelings on anti. And then I made a setup and I started skating. And I'm like, ah, oh, cool. That's what I was looking for. And then when I did that, 
I was like looking at other sections more closely and I was like Nils, uh, who just put out a phenomenal section a few months ago. And I think, I believe he got, did he get, I don't know who won. Uh, I know he was a contender for a skater of the year at one magazine. We I need think, to consolidate Sean, the awards. I think Sean Kelso got skater of the year. Okay. So Sean got skater of the year uh, and then Dom got skater of the year with Tom. There are different uh, awards, and that's why it's hard to keep up. But I know he yeah. was a contender. Nils was in like the top three or, or the voting for it, um, and he has a, he killed it this year. But his section, I was watching his section, and I was like looking close. I was like, oh man, he's skating some tricks on flat skates and some tricks on anti skates, and that just seems like if you're a pro, it just seems like I don't know common sense. Like, do you know what I mean? Like to to have the setups that adapt to like the right spots or are more functional or better at better spots so i feel like the flat versus anti you know as humans we always need to be like this or that mm -hmm. flat or anti da, 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 yeah, whatever yeah. like whatever dividing line we need to create in order to identify ourselves and like stand on our identity i feel like that's gonna go away um start to fade a little more and i feel like we're gonna see a lot more people messing with multiple setups and people um starting to even go back to anti not full-time but i i think we're, we're gonna see people playing playing both fields you know that's that's my prediction and opinion so do you really like go to spots with two pairs of skates or you just like have both mm -hmm. in the car and just like swap them out okay so um it depends like okay we have like two skate parks over here one of them is called uh cherry and the other one's called abispo um or zaba rather Orizaba, I always go with my flat setup because it has like more like banky, rolly kind of things. And like a cherry is just a lot of like square edges. It's like really skateboard heavy park. So I find myself having fun with uh, an anti setup more there. Uh, I, I, I bring it for the spot, depending on the spot I'm going to uh, skate. But no, like I also go to the spot with uh if i'm going out for like a day i'll bring two setups yeah that's what i was about to say because if you're going street skating you don't necessarily know exactly what spots you're gonna hit it could, you could hit something random you know that you don't expect so it's kind of like you're putting all your eggs in one basket if you bring one setup if you you're like damn i should have my anti-rocker setup for this or damn i should have my flat rocker setup for this setup yeah so i was curious about that too well you could you could honestly really tell you can really and I, the reason why i think it's going to change is because of like my own experience with it um, so we're skating flat and like a, a crew I'll skate with, I'll skate with like Tony Rivertuso and, and John Bellino and we'll, we'll be skating flat and everyone's like, oh, let's get these torques. We'll get these torques and, <laughs> and, and, and everyone can do it and, 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 and makes the trick happen and they look great. Every, like these guys are really stylish guys and they make the skate, the tricks look great. But then when I'm skating anti, I'm, I'm realizing that I'm not confined to doing the trick a certain way. Like you have more, like even in like Soichido's new edit, like he did like a, a like a back torque uh, to like mistrial. And his latest edit is like 2023 edit with like the the weekend them skate, the orange skates. And he did like the way he did the back torque, he put his foot like kind of behind it. And then he went to uh, mistrial. And Soichido skates anti-rock. And you're like, oh, that makes sense in how he did that for like with his setup. And like you see like a lot of the certain styles and how you have more flexibility on the grind aspects of the styles when skating anti like Vinnie Minton, Alex Brasco, Sean Darst, Soichiro Kanoshima. It's like you see certain things like, oh, 
that gives you access to doing the trick and being more expressive in the grind instead of having to be confined in the certain space of the grind. So based on just the artistic aspect alone and the, the, the uh, expressive aspect and personability aspect of skating things anti, I think that we're going to see more people doing it personally because I see skating going more in that direction of like personalizing your tricks instead of like achieving the trick, if that makes sense. Um, that being said, I'm not bad. I'm not bad. <laughs> I'm not bashing anyone who's skating flat. Like, and look, there's the Sean Kelso and Colin Kelso will probably be flat like forever and still be able to do all of this stuff. Like yeah. Sean doing like true front torques um, and, and all these other things and kind of having that ability. But I don't know. It's just what I think. And um, if I'm pushing this too hard, <laughs> I apologize. But it's again, it's a prediction. So that's what I think. I want to say something a slightly off topic, but you were talking about the torques and I just... In, in our do's and don'ts of skating, we started talking about the landing on the lava side, and you had some um, exceptions, like when you do like Ali Macchio and coming off on the dark side, like leaning over, it looks cool like that. I just saw a clip the other day. I wish I remembered who it was, but I just saw a clip the other day of somebody on like a handicap rail or like a mellow down rail. They did a back torque, like Jeff Stockwell style, with like the leg kicking out forward like that, mm. and then they were coming at it, and then at the very last second, they went, whoop. They pulled their foot over and came out on the far side like it was on purpose. And it was the yeah. sickest thing I've ever seen. And I was like, that is a perfect example of what Billy was talking about, how coming off on the, the lava side is good in certain cases. That control was so good. And it's similar to how you said Ali Macchio would be cool coming out on the far side like that. I just wanted to throw that out there because you were talking about torques and it came into my mind. Yeah. And, and, and since we're talking about it, and I know this is a prediction episode, but I will weigh in on that really quick. The, the lava thing. Um... More lava in 2023? Uh <laughs> no, like anyone who like has rules in skating, like, you know, there's like, they always get broken to some degree. Like uh, you have to grab all your tricks was like a very early one. And then like uh, DL was like, no, I'm not going to, but I'm going to show control in this way. And, oh, you have to stay fakey. And then in that people were like, no, you could swivel out, spin in, like turn fast. And uh, I think the same applies to the lava I think it all comes down to intention, you know? It's if if you did this trick intentionally in this way and in that vision and you show control, then that's then that's how um and that's what ultimately matters. Like the rules themselves are like not meant to be adhered like all the way to the T. And the people who can actually break those rules tend in a proper way tend to be like the most uh tend to have like high levels of control and and a good vision for their tricks. So mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, you know what they say, l l learn the rules so you could break them properly. Exactly. Uh, I, yeah. Perfect examples but, of those. I, I want to see more of that too. I love that. Um, yeah, let's, let's move on to, I have my second prediction here and I, I initially wrote this, um, at the end of December. So I might change this and I'll tell you why in a second. My prediction was that Jay Yoon was going to get second place at winter clash. And I was very specific with that. And I'm second. Yes, yes. He's gonna get second again. That's I know it's very specific because <laughs> he got second at Blading Cup, and I just okay. felt like he was gonna do really fucking good, and like he was it's gonna be one of those situations where everyone thinks he's gonna win, and then he just doesn't win. That's why I picked second because people like me probably would have thought that he's gonna win. But I also see now at the Winter Clash uh, website he's not listed as one of the writers, so he might not even be at Winter Clash now. So I'm changing that, looking at the current list now, and I'm just gonna say that. Um, Stefan Alfano is going to be 
top three in Winter Clash. I don't know exactly. I don't think he's going to win, but I'm going to say Stefano Alfano is going to be top three at Winter Clash this year. He's been making a comeback, um, as you were, you were talking about before, the comebacks. And he, he's not he's like a Demetrius George status. Like He's not just chilling when he's coming back. He's like picking off exactly where he left off, and he's still trying to push it as hard as possible. He just put it on a street section with like hammer after hammer on it. He's doing the same thing with Parks. He's still flipping and transferring from half pipe to quarter pipe to bowl, whatever this and that. Flips all over the place. And the new Area 51 skate park at Winter Clash this year is catered. A lo- it seems like it's catered a little bit more towards that. I haven't been there yet, but it seems like it's a little bigger than it usually is in the past. So I think it's going to cater to his style. He definitely feeds off that vibe, that like big crowd, big excitement kind of vibe. I don't know if he's ever won a Winter Clash. I could be wrong. He, maybe he has won a Winter Clash before. I know there's that famous clip of him when it was back in Mühlhausen in Germany. He did the flat spin transfer from like the spine onto the bank on the other side. That was like a maybe he won that year. I don't know. Maybe you guys could tell me in the chat. But I feel like Stefan Alfano, I don't think he's going to win, but he's going to be top three in Winter Clash this year. And it's going to be a shock because last year you probably wouldn't have said that because you'd be like, Stefan Alfano, he's skating again? But I think he's going to. I think he's going to do it. You know, I think that's a really smart, uh, smart prediction. I think I think him or uh, Julian Cadeau yeah. could could do something pretty heavy this year because, like you said, they both filmed uh, street parts, which which aren't like their forte. Julian did two, I think, this year too, and both of them. Are and crazy. he went down to South America to do it, so yeah. like he really put in the work. And you know, you wonder like the motivation behind a lot of that stuff. Like, wow, like you're traditionally like this contest skater known for this way of skating, like flipping into grinds, spinning into grinds, disaster and all this stuff. And then wanting to like uh, show out on, on street, uh, you can just see the motivation. So I, I, I do think that I'd be willing to bet that one of those two at least gets top three. So I, I think that's a good end. And the French actually come like, in a really competitive form, like a lot of the time, a lot of those guys, but those two specifically uh, put a lot of emphasis on the on the street aspects. I think they try to like cater to to more than just the competition crowd. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's a pretty good prediction. I think that's going to be a that's that that's a good one. Uh, let me know what you think in the comments. I'm wondering what you think as well, everyone else. Yeah, I'm actually looking at the Winter Clash website because they have all their results from the past years. Stefano Fano won in 2007, so that'd be crazy if he won, you know, 16 years uh, later, and that would be crazy. Julian Cadeau won in 2010 and 2012. Damn, so Julian has two wins already. At wow. Winter Clash. So I, I mean, I could definitely see that happening again too because he's still getting better, just like. You know, many of as people get older, they're just still getting better and still progressing. So that it's going to be close between Julian and Stefan. Actually, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of other contenders too as well. Um, it's hard without actually being there and seeing the course, but those that I think those are pre- two pretty accurate predictions right there of people who are possibly going to win Winter Clash this year. I like that. Um. Okay, so this one's a bit further out. Good. Let's hear it. My next one's okay. pretty far out too, so <laughs> I'll join you. Okay. So, um, so predictions of like any at all main mainstream attention or attention outside of uh, the skating community. Uh, we've seen a lot kind of bubble up last year from uh, certain collabs or 
people putting a spotlight on rollerblading who haven't previously, uh, in huge part, thanks to them skates and John Julio and all their work. Um, there was a Clark collab, which was massive, you know, being, you know, you're from Staten Island, I'm from Staten Island. Uh, Clarks were like the, you used to call them Wu-Tang Wallabies. Yeah. These were like a big deal in the 90s in New York. Like they were like the sneakers that everyone in Wu-Tang wore. So if you were from Staten Island, that was like, the, I didn't even know what Clarks was. We just called them Wallabies. Yeah, that Wallabies, was it. that's it. <laughs> yeah, but like seeing that was uh, was pretty big. And then like also like the, the, the weekend collab and them talking about rollerblading on the Nine Club in what seemed to be a pretty positive light. Yeah. And if, and I also heard that all those guys requested pairs of skates. Uh, oh, did they? Yeah. I, I watched a podcast with uh, Grant, uh, the guy from weekend. He did a podcast with Arlo and, and a couple other people. It's a very interesting podcast. Who is he? Um, is he a skateboarder? Grant owns weekend. Oh, who, that guy. Okay. They, they did a collab. Yeah. It's a very, it's a very, it's a very interesting podcast. If you haven't seen it, uh, check it out. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, so they were basically, uh, you know, just all, all that kind of attention. Basically, he he spoke about how the guys in the Nine Club, like who, you know, all these guys, like had jokes about blading, like little, like condescending under the nose kind of jokes. If it was mentioned on the podcast in the past, and in this way, it was like received in a positive light. And so it just got me to thinking, like, uh, when and if there will be more mainstream attention. Uh, excuse me for my voice right now. I'm still recovering from a dental thing. Uh, but, yeah, and any you no know, mainstream attention uh, with, uh, with blading. But I think that... See, I, and the thing is, I don't know uh, the, the direction... But I feel like we'll see some sort of mainstream commercial or something involving blading tied in with roller skating. I don't even know where what it would be, what company would do it, or what platform it would go on. But I but I but I feel like it's going to kind of continue in this way. I don't know. It's this is kind of like a very broad prediction. Uh but I feel like we'll see blading in some capacity on the television. I, is I, that crazy? I like Am I that. like a I don't think that's crazy romantic? at all. And okay. uh, I think I think Tony um, mentioned, yeah, Tony Rusuda mentioned in the in the chat too. The Barbie movie is supposed to come out this year, which is going to be you know blading in the mainstream, even though it is Barbie and not like specifically what we do, you know. But it's still rollerblading in the mainstream. Yeah, especially going over that that our podcast that got canceled, the one with the uh, where we look at blading moments in mainstream media, and to see how mm. often skating was in movies and commercials. It was in like McDonald's, Sunny D commercials, uh, AT and T commercials all the time, and it was really cool to see. I would definitely like to see more of that and see uh, certain pros, you know, whoever it is. I can't name anyone off the bat, but certain pros just be like the face of the commercial, like how. Uh, Brian Smith was the commercial that AT and T, uh, the face of the AT and T commercial. Like he actually got like FaceTime in it. It wasn't just him in a costume as like a stunt double or something like that. You know, like actually seeing his face and showing some personality. That would be really cool to see too. And baby steps, you know. But yeah. I could picture seeing uh, more ads, a uh, little more skating action in there. 
I think there's, I mean, and I don't mean to be harsh, but I think there's very few bladers that can do that. Uh, what, what Brian Smith was able to do because you need to be yeah. at that level of skating and that level of like uh, charisma and wherewithal and, uh, you know, a certain kind of look in order to get on, on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I see a few people that are capable cool of doing guy. that. Montrick, you got some FaceTime. I think he looks cool with the dreads. He, he, make, he makes skating look cool. Um, yeah, Montre's cool. Montre's cool. He's very personable. His, his Instagram lately is like, I feel like he's trying to engage like a younger audience as like he's like a father. So he's like speaking more to like trying to speak to children more. So, mm-hmm. so I, I, can, I can see those kind of things uh, happening. I don't, I don't know who. I, I think I think Montre could be a contender. I'm, I'm trying sure, to think too. But... Um, let us know in the chat too if you could think of other people who would be uh, a nice candidate to do this for skating to be the the hmm. face of the quote face of skating in the the mainstream commercial world because that would be really cool to see again this year too. Yeah, it, it turns out that often our best guys like aren't like uh, you know the most. Uh, outgoing personalities in terms of like being on, on, the, on like the, the mainstream front screen for like in front of the camera uh, because they're such like artistic minded people who are so like focused on, yeah. on these things that, you know, it's all those things are skills. Like, you know, being able to like get on a camera and be oh, like, bah, 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 like that kind of person. So I, I think Montre could, could do it, but about uh, like biz or Tom Moyes or something like that too. No, totally, <laughs> totally, totally. But I mean, all due respect, like they're not like the pros. Like I'm talking about like yeah. the pros who but can. But you don't need to those. necessarily be a pro to be on a. I agree. As long as you know how to skate. I did a fucking roller skating commercial last year. I don't roller skate, but I did it. You know, you don't have to necessarily be like a pro. But we just saw most of the pros, I guess, back in the day because you know Brian Smith is like a. They, pros are more celebrity like than they are now. So I guess that's why yeah. we saw more back then. But it could be anybody. It could just be a random unknown person, you know, who just skates, you know, and just kills yeah. it. Yeah. So you never know. It could be someone you, they find on Instagram. Someone could get like a random reel that has like a million views on Instagram and people are like, who is this? I don't know. But someone could see that and hire them for a commercial. And then there it is. Yeah. Could be anybody. So, so, some people are saying Danny Beer. I just uh, saw that now. <laughs> you know what? Danny Beer, very handsome guy, very much in shape. He's a stud, fantastic skater. Um, I, I don't know if he's is he like I don't know like as a person his personality it's great um, I'm not sure if he's willing to you know we've asked him to come on the podcast he's told us no I, I, I so think I'm not sure if he wants to put himself out there like that I I could picture him being like um like a butcher shop like a commercial for a butcher shop like just take a bite out of a big old steak or something <laughs> like that and skate off or like just yeah. down like a, a dozen raw eggs and just go lace like a, a fucking thirty foot gap straight air or something like that I could picture doing something like that. You got to really know Danny though, as like a, yeah. a, a, a skater to picture him in that spot. I feel like somebody who's actually scouting for these types of talents might not see that about him as we see Danny beer, but you never know. You never know. Yeah. Could be a Canadian company too. Canadians, you know, you never, you never, you can never predict with Canadians. <laughs> um, They're always coming out of pocket. Canadians, man. Exactly. Um, was that, Oh yeah, that was your go. So my go. So my, my yeah. last, uh, prediction here and again by the way we're going to go through a shout out a couple of your uh, predictions too at the end of the show if you have crazy predictions different from ours let us know at jump street podcast so it stands out and we could read off a couple of these and we could reference these uh at the end of the year as well but my last one is kind of similar to yours too but i said in 2023 
there will be official confirmation that rollerblading will be back in the X Games. And the reason why I say this too is because of the collabs as well. And there's a lot of recognition with skateboarding. And I know we shouldn't piggyback off skateboarding, but I'm sure that's part of, that's a big reason why X Games isn't in, I mean, uh, rollerblading isn't in the X Games, rollerblading wasn't in the X Games, and rollerblading was held back from the X Games for so long. And I feel that now with a little bit more respect from the skateboarding world, people like the X Games, the higher-ups will see that and be like, oh, the numbers are growing. This looks a little more promising. We have had rollerblading in the past. We know what it's about. We could do this again. And I'm sure on the board of X Games, whoever's in charge, there are some skateboarders on there who whose uh, you know minds might have changed in the last year or so about rollerblading being part of it. So I could see something like that happening. It's kind of a shot in the dark because it might never happen again. Who, who knows? And it's been talked about for 15 or so years at this point. But this is my wild out there prediction that there will be an official confirmation that rollerblading will be in the X Games. That is a wild out there prediction. Um Clip that, by the way, just in case. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, <laughs> I don't see it, but maybe. And um, I don't want to be negative, a negative Nancy. I, you know, um, I think the I think X Games is kind of lame. <laughs> like, in my opinion, in my opinion, like I, I don't think like the core people of like my the people who I like to watch in each uh, sport aren't normally uh, doing the X Games. Like yeah, X Games yeah, is yeah. a way for corporate companies to make money off of young talent, you know? So uh, if they want to use us, that could be beneficial for us in some way, uh, giving us that platform. But um, I don't mean to be negative, but but I, I that would be cool. That would be huge. So I don't know. Let me not, let me not shoot down what you're saying. Uh, clip that and let's see if it happens. All, all respect. <laughs> Um, well, I completely agree with that. In, 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 in that same light, I think we're going to see more happen with. Uh, I think we'll do like we'll do more with BMX and maybe scootering and roller skating, because I, I see those cultures as closer to ours in terms of where we're at in terms of our health versus skateboarding. Skateboarding is like this, like uh, kind of bigger its own entity. There's like uh, they got like multiple pros who are like millionaires. They're in, like, you know, every company that wants to make money uh, uses skateboarding, like Bagel Bites to freaking Netflix to, to whoever it was like, oh, just throw a skateboard on it and then we could sell it. Um, I feel like BMX and, and scootering and, and, ro and roller skating is like closer to where we are as an industry of like on the outskirts. So I see us, I see us banding together with them maybe more this year. That would be, uh, but skateboarding is always welcome. I'm not like against skateboarding, like you know, like a lot of my good buddies skateboard. Bellino is a great skateboarder, and uh, I just uh, I, I see those collaborations or those like interactions happening on in with other sports as well. Like I, I, I can see us maybe doing something with uh, with them. That's an interesting one too, because we haven't had those types of collaborations yet on a big scale. Um, I do agree with you saying about the, like, I personally wouldn't care too much either if rollerblading was on the X Games or not. I haven't cared in the last however many years, and I've enjoyed skating now more than ever. Um, but there is, uh, I guess, like a market or audience for it. It's like very, yeah. very feasty. You know, it's good. It's good it's with good. feast. Feast is like a, 
very similar to the X Games. And rollerblading is huge in the Feast. And there are a huge demographic of skaters who would fit that mold of like being right. an X Games skater and representing the sport and stuff like that. It's not necessarily me or you or the people that we like to watch skating, but there is something out there. I don't know how the process goes of if rollerblading were to be in the X Games. I don't know who they ask or or whatever. I don't know if they ask all the company owners. I don't know how the hell that works. But I'm, I'm curious if somehow, in whatever way possible, X Games came to rollerblading and was like, we want you in the X Games next year. It's on you know, kind of your terms, who, how you, who do they come to? Who, exactly. who, who would they come to? They would have to go to John Julio. Right? I was going to, I was like, thinking that too. Cause like X games goes to John Julio. I'm curious what somebody like John would think about that too, because John is clearly trying to expand skating outside of skating sure itself. Right? I think everyone with a, with a brain would be down. Like and not everybody to... financially invested too. Cause that means money right. in everyone's pocket, hopefully money Correct. in everyone's pocket. Um, right. It, it depends on the I mean, terms I and everything. Down if, they call, if they called me, everything I just said, <laughs> about how I don't care, I don't respect them. If they call me and we're like, "Hey, dude, we want it. We want to. Can you help us get playing on X Games?" I say, "Of course," because I care about the future of skating and I want to get more kids on skates and I want to see our industry th thrive and, and be healthy. You know, exactly. so yeah, for yeah, sure, exactly. And I'm seeing people in the chat too. A lot of people are like, "Fuck the X Games. Why do we want to be in the X Games? This and that." Right. And true, fuck the X Games. No, but, true. But yeah. if X but, Games came to us and was like, "Yo, we want you in next year, the X Games." It's going to be perfect however it was before. We're all going to laugh and sing and hold hands and, and yada, yada, yada. Nobody's going to say no. Like, no, I don't think anybody would say no. People who are company owners no. who want more money, who want to see rollerblading grow, more eyes on rollerblading, nobody's going to say no in the end of the day. So No, you know, you know what it is? It's kind of like when that, like, uh, when you're in, like, high school and that, like, that, like, hot girl, like, that, you're, that you dated, like, breaks your heart. And you're like, yo, if she comes back, man, I don't even, whatever. She's not even anything special to me. But if she comes back and she's like, hey, so you want to hang out? You're like, yes. You know, it's kind of <laughs> like that. Yes. Uh, I, I bet you yeah, Jason yes, when he said that. I do. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Um, that's my wild prediction, though. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's it's, that's a it's, pretty it's good one. It's out there. Probably won't happen, but just throwing it out there with the way that skating's been going, especially last year with the weekend collaboration, the respect from skateboarders. Not yeah. that we need the respect, but I'm just saying it is there now and could change the influence. It's 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 it's, it's nice to see all that like uh, to see stuff start to go in a. In a in a in a more positive direction, like even around here, I said it a few times on the podcast, like we, we skate like cherry. There's people on skateboards, bikes, scooters, and everyone's showing each other respect because, well, that's like you know, you would think it's common sense, but uh, not so much because like we, as humans, uh, think in in terms of individuals and in terms of being members of groups. So. As members of groups uh, and and like newer religious perspectives, which could be like I'm a blader. This is who I am. I'm a skateboarder. This yeah. is who I am. And the defense of those uh, those cultures and ideas, you can kind of be against other things, but see those things kind of melt away and dissipate. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I I think I think there it leaves an opportunity open for things that could be like you're saying. Yeah. And also I, I forgot about this, but X games themselves asked their audience who, what they want to see back in the X games or in the X games and rollerblading took it easy. You know, it was, I forgot what the categories were, but 
like a year or two ago, X Games asked them they themselves asked their audience what you would like to see in the X Games, and Rollerblading won by a long shot. It was a landslide victory. So it had to have been it has to have been in their mind since then at least. I mean, probably before that. So over the years, it's probably been in their minds. They might internally be working on something or have it on the back burner, and something like that weekend collaboration could push it over the edge. You never know. Yeah, no, I I, I think um, having that opportunity, uh, the openness for that opportunity to happen is is definitely there. Yeah, so, so that, that's my take for that. Yeah. So I have I have one more, but I I don't have an answer. I just want to like bring it up, and I will speculate, and you can speculate. It's just a thought, but uh, and this could be fun, especially for the people in the in the chat or people in the comments who are watching this later on. But uh, collabs, what twenty twenty three prediction collabs? So, what have we seen in twenty twenty two and twenty twenty one? We've seen Brain Dead, uh, high fashion uh, brand collaborate with a rollerblading company. I mean, them skates has like all the collabs. Uh, high fashion company brand uh, collaborate with an inline skate company, Clark's, a sneaker company, uh, and then and then Weekend, which I think one kind of led to the other, led to the other, right? Like, do you know what I mean? It kind of like all leaves it open there. But um, I don't have an answer to this. But do you think we'll see well, it's another high... Well, okay. Well, well, okay. Well, pull something out of your ass. What, what do you think we'll be yeah, able to I mean, collab with next? I know you're on the so, spot now. <laughs> so, so th- there, there's a brand called A Life in in New York City. It's a fashion brand. Still around? I, yes, they're not. They're not what they were though. Yeah. Um, but it's like I, they 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 posted like a rollerblade, like really? that was like that was it was like a computer. Like someone like drew it up 3D on a computer, like made a rollerblade and it said like A Life on it, and they posted it on there. And I was like, whoa! I, like, are they thinking of doing that? Um, I I wonder if Supreme would ever do anything because Supreme and Brain Dead are are pretty close as brands. But I feel like again, like Brain Dead might be the ones who like own the space in the fashion space. But um, yeah, so so if I'm just gonna guess. And I, I want to go away from fashion. I feel like BMX and blading, something will happen. I don't know how you make a collab in that area. <laughs> I have no idea how that would even happen. But I, I, I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like we'll see some interesting collabs this year. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say, and, and yeah, maybe something with BMX. I don't know, and I'm wondering if another fashion brand will step in, because we've seen, uh, just even seeing like the rollerblades and zoomies, like the them skates uh, weekend collaboration in zoomies, mm-hmm. is such a big step. So I feel like those like zoomies type fashion brands might be looking at things. Maybe they're waiting to see how the sales go first before they make the jump. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I feel like. We're, I feel like we'll see some really interesting collaborations this year. Um, the yeah. Bla- the so Black Dog Blading sure. said Mesmer and Hot Topic collaboration. <laughs> that was along the lines of the Zoomies thing, I guess. Uh, that's why I brought it. <laughs> That's a funny one. <laughs> Bro, so, someone, dude, look at this. Someone said, <laughs> someone said, uh, well, them, them versus Basement, that makes sense. 
Uh, Gods and Jordan, that, that's pretty good. But someone said Gibson and Me- Gibson and Mesmer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but someone else said Mesmer and Marlboro, which is like, come Whoa, on. Oh, that's probably got like crazy. one or two. We got like one or two. We have like two smokers on the team. They got like two. Come on, Maddie's Maddie smokes enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Uh, the- them and Vans. I can see you. Look, them is. Oh yeah, yeah. They're really crossing over in that way. Solomon and Gucci, no. Solomon can. We don't need Solomon back. I'm sorry. Like if, no. I mean, I'm curious in the in the chat. They actually. used us. They used us once and cool. They made a skate and then they dipped and then they talked bad about blading forever and ever. That's that's like wanting Solomon to come back is like an, it was like being like a, like you're like the bottom end of an abusive relationship. Like please come back and beat me again. I don't know. I don't. I'm sorry. But if you like Solomon, God bless. But I'm not. I don't want want that. I'm sorry. I need to stop reading these things. What do you think? Oh, I think that on that topic, I'm putting a poll in the live chat now. Which would you <laughs> rather have back, Solomon or Blading in the X Games? It's now that we're on both of those topics now. So I'll let that ride for a few minutes there. But um, I had something to say, and now we got completely sidetracked, and I kind of lost track on it. Well, collabs. Uh, collabs. Yeah. Like oh. the, the potential where the collaborations could go. Yeah. So you were talking about BMXing, and that's an interesting mm-hmm. one because – you're like, I don't know how that would happen. And all these other collaborations led to someone knowing somebody else on the inside. And it's, I guess it's closer that um, rollerblading was with skateboarding. And then the brain dead thing happened because the owner used to rollerblade and knew who John Julio was and all this and that. And that linked up with, uh, you know, with the weekend eventually. Um, there would probably have to be some sort of link between a BMX and rollerblading, which Vans might be because I'm pretty sure Vans makes... Do they make BMX shit, like shoes and shit? Like, do they sponsor BMXers? Uh, it would make sense, right? I think so. I, I don't know anything about BMX, really, but I would yeah. assume that sneakers are part of their their kit, whatever they use. So Vans makes yeah, sense no, with that. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, like, Nike makes stuff like that, too. Um, mm. I, I like how somebody said Jordan with gods because I feel like if Jordan found out about gods, they'd probably sue Frankie if that was live and trying to knock off their skin. 100%. 100%. <laughs> so Mike, not Jordan knowing. is ruthless, dude. He's a ruthless guy. They're yeah. not, they're, they're, it's worth not knowing um, on their end. But mm. an, I, a Nike collaboration of some sort would be cool and interesting. I like the sneaker collaboration. Um, I don't know if I said this on the last podcast where we talked about the weekend collaboration with them, but you know how they made the skateboard and the rollerblade? Like that's That was the dynamic there. I think it would have been cool if they linked with something like Vans and then say they made a, a, a them skate, like a them Vans skate and say it was like a, just for argument's sake, a purple skate. And then Vans made a corresponding purple sneaker that like looked like the skate. And I feel like that would mat, uh, match better than a skateboard deck with a rollerblade, you know? I think that'd be cool to have like the sneaker, the them Vans sneaker, and then the them yeah. Vans rollerblade. I feel like those two go hand in hand a little bit better. And everybody could wear a sneaker. Not everybody can necessarily have a skateboard or a rollerblade, you know? I feel like that collaboration would be nice to see. Yeah, we, we just, I think, I, I don't know about everyone else, but we just lost your audio for a second. I heard like a little but I think I, I Yeah, I think we got the general uh, idea that you were, uh, I, I think it's it's a far stretch uh, for, for Vans to come, they're they're just a Too big. California culture company that's like embedded in like surf and skate, you know what the California culture is of like from that era, um, which also tied in a lot with like 
uh, not being down with blading. So mm -hmm. it's, sure. is it possible? Yes. I think it's very far for vans to come uh, to do, but maybe it, it's uh, never say never. Anything's possible. Um, I just use that as an example because somebody mentioned vans in the chat and I don't know yeah. anything about skateboarding. I don't really know any other skateboarding sneaker brands or anything like that, but that just made sense compared to the, the weekend collaboration. I would like to see more collaboration of brands outside of action sports in general, just like, uh, uh, I don't know, a, a Coke brand, a Gatorade type of thing, like like a vitamin water collaboration of some sort. Yeah. Like, I feel like that would be cooler and more beneficial to see. You know, Chad was on the was yeah, it, Jones. Jones Soda. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. As yeah, random and cool. That was really cool. I don't know if that does anything, but it, it's cool just to see these things, you know? I don't know how beneficial yeah. it is for the sport itself. Um, well, it maybe. does do something. It does. It, it, it basically just, even the recognition the to get that, like, not only with uh, Chad on there, but um, John Bellino's uh, girlfriend, uh, Ivy, had one. She's a, like, really well-known uh, quad skater, roller skater. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, I see more of that happening, I think, because also, like, a lot of those, like, big, like, I, I feel like it's people are kind of going away from like big corporate things to like more uh, boutique style things, which I think is like the Jones soda in comparison to like Coke. Yeah. Um, well, it's easier to get that Jones than a Coke or a Pepsi as well, which kind of right. falls into our That's what our I mean. Hands. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like Coke doesn't need to collab with blading or skateboarding or anybody. Yeah. They're Coke. Like they have accounts in like, they have an account prop with McDonald's that's they could be fine with forever, like you know, and like all these other whatever huge fast food chains. But um, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. But uh, that being said, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to beat it into the ground. But I, but I, but I do feel like we will see some cool collabs this year. And with that said, I, I am, I have exhausted my predictions for the year. Yeah, uh, I'm was... curious to see what everyone else would would say. Oh, Sola versus and Zildjian, dude. Zildjian, if you want to do anything <laughs> with Mesmer or how, <laughs> let me how, know. How, what would cool. you do if Zildjian came to you and was like, "We want to do a collab with Mesmer"? What the hell would you guys do, Zildjian? Singles? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. A Zildjian logo <laughs> on the bottom of the soul plate. <laughs> a free, a free ten-inch splash with every skate purchase. <laughs> That's tough. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of these things are hard to figure out. Yeah, um, it is. It but, is it's, but it's it's fun. It's fun to talk about, and it, and it's interesting. And uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, that that's all I got. And I'm sure I whiffed on a lot of these things. I'm sure I'm wrong on a lot of these things. But no, that's uh, great. We will get to look back on these in 11 months or 10 months time and see where we're at. Um, I was hoping I get more predictions from the live chat. If you do have random predictions like we have, please at Jump Street Podcast let us know, and we'll shout them out at the end of the show, which is we're coming onto it now, but. As far as the poll that I put out, um, what people want to see back, Solomon or uh, Blading in the X Games, it was Blading in the X Games 60% and Solomon 39%, which doesn't add up to 100%. I don't know what's going on with YouTube, but 60% It's an of abusive people, relationship, Solomon. 60% of our viewers right now um, rather see Blading in the X Games compared to the 39% at, of people who want to see Solomon come back into the sport. So yeah. there you go. I figured it would go that way too, but yeah. You know, um, <laughs> as far as predictions this year, well, the only things we really have so far, I mean, that seem like legit ones. Um, 
B Water said more six wheel frames, which I don't know. He said more six wheel frames. I don't know if there are any six wheel frames. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're big three wheels. I know six, six, six wheel. wheel. Okay, yeah. I'm thinking about the three wheel that makes six. No, no, no. I don't know. Yeah, Torres actually had a prototype Wizard six wheel frame at Lake Havasu the year that we went last time. Do you remember that? Yeah. He had a he had a six. I frame. think I do. Yeah. yeah, it was a little. Wild. That's skiing. That's yeah. land skiing. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. It's pretty funny. Um, yeah, but that's kind of. I mean, no one else really had any predictions in the chat. You guys are boring. Come on, we want to hear this shit. But no, they're great. <laughs> you guys are great. Don't listen to him. You guys are great, but I thought that you guys would just go crazy right now with with some wild wild ass predictions. Unless you guys do have predictions that didn't at Jump Street Podcast, and I can't find them because we do have a lot of uh, comments in the chat right now. Well, it's hard to predict things, you know. Um, and but it's well, it's it's also it's also fun, and it's and it's cool to be. It doesn't matter if you're wrong. So exactly, um, everyone skating in the X Games. Come on, how much more wrong? Can there I were be? some cool collab <laughs> ideas though in the chat. So um, yeah, Chris Crowder said, "Bring back Battle My Crew somehow on some level. That would be that would be cool to see." <sighs> yeah, that'd be cool. Tom I mean, Moy there's... said sideboards, as in the facial hair. <laughs> not the beer <laughs> sideboards we call them mutton chops oh huge shout out to tom by the way for the like the mullet awards i got this i got oh, yeah. second for where's the mullet by the way you tied it up i i i i, I, I i've tied it up i've <laughs> i need to i need to get rid of it it's i, I think it's had it today but um so we, i did get second so that, that was that cool. was that was really cool I, I was happy to see that um i bet you wouldn't expect to get any awards this year but you got no second for mullet only to but we also did dumb. we did we did we did and the on mushroom. one oh magazine. yeah one yes, oh, mushroom did. two mushroom blading okay. one yes so thank you all for for voting for that i don't think mushroom blading votes but for the one one thank you for voting for us for that one um there are so many awards uh we need to consolidate this i don't know how that's going to happen that's another prediction we need to consolidate these awards uh i loved tom's maybe one magazine could work with Tom and, and they could do it together so we could have one solid guarantee home for awards. That would be cool. That would be cool. Um, there's, yeah. a, there's a few last minute predictions coming. Out. I'm just going to run through these real fast. Okay. Anuj, run Wagley, Anuj Wagley says prediction. Billy has edit of the year. I, I like that one. Like I guess I Chris Crowder said, bring back battle. My crew. Um, was it Rob G says aggressive roller hockey tournaments. I don't love really that. know That's, what that is. Is that like love that. roller hockey with grinds in it or something? Or like wizard moves? Roller hockey is pretty aggressive as it is. But. <laughs> That's true. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there were some cool ones that came in at the end. All so. right. Those are good. I feel yeah. like we should not we should not drag this any longer. No, nah, let's do it. But let's end it. Guys, everyone, all people. Oh, my God. I'm reading some things in there that are hilarious. <laughs> A um, lot of collabs in there. A lot of collabs. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. All right. Well, please let us know your thoughts in the comments. Uh, thank you for joining us on our first Channel 11 episode. Oh, Chris Haffey on Joe Rogan. That's I know. I had, funny. To, I had to show that one. LeBron said <laughs> Chris Haffey on Joe Rogan. That would be a good one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and you know what? I'm going to put another prediction out there. Let's see. And it, it's not a prediction. It's a hope. I hope to see more skating from Chris Haffey this year. Oh, I yes. love it. Uh, yes. Okay, I'm cool. that one. So... Uh, shout out to everyone. Let us know what you think in the comments. Let us know if you think we got anything right. Let us know what you think we got wrong, what we didn't mention, uh, what could be. Thank you for joining us on our first episode of 2023. We are going to be back next week in our regularly scheduled programming with a new guest. 
and we are going to see you at Winter Clash for a handful of live episodes in uh, in Europe. So I'm very excited for that, and I'm excited to see everyone at the Winter Clash. It's the first one that we have since this whole COVID debacle has Three taken years. over our whole society. Three so years. I think it'll be a very high-energy event. Uh, I look forward to seeing everyone who goes, and thank you for joining us. And Austin, thank you very much. Yes, thank you, Billy. Thank you all for watching. Thank you to Blank again for sponsoring this episode. Check out that Blank in SF edit. I have the link in the description if you're watching on YouTube. Check out that new Jump Street hoodie also if you want to stay warm this winter. And check out Jump Supplements too. And use code HOMIEBILL at checkout for 20% off your order. Thank you all so much. We'll see you on the next one. Peace.